Hello and welcome to Something Good episode 21. I am sitting on some sort of leather pleather cushion um, that I'm just now realizing is very loud. So I'm going to try to find a, a way to sit and I'm going to stop moving. Um, today, you guys, hold on. Today, we have another very special guest. We are going to be speaking to someone who I've known for a very long time who has some very interesting things to share with us. So I'm going to go ahead and give her a call, and then we're going to get started. Are we loving the new guest features? I am. Because sometimes I just don't have 30 minutes of things to say. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, I'm going to put you by the microphone. So, would you like to say who you are and how we know each other? Oh, sure. Hi, listeners. Um, I'm Skylar. I am one of Sarah's friends from home. Um, we grew up together in North Carolina. Um, we met in fourth grade by mm. Mr. Phillips, if you're listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I moved to New York last year, and um, we've gone to spend more time together than we have, like, pretty much since we were in elementary school now. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been great. Yes. And what cocktail have you prepared for yourself? Oh, let me tell you. I have a mezcal margarita oh my which is my new thing for summer I've decided um so into it and I have a great recipe I can I can send you um what is it just mezcal are you you're using like a margarita mix or are you making your own mix no mix it's oh my God. four parts mezcal two parts lime juice two parts simple syrup one part Cointreau, I don't know how to say that. It's like the orange liqueur. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little bit of egg white if you like it frothy. Yeah. And then shake. I like it over ice with like tahine or some type of like spicy salty on the rim. Did you seriously put tahine on the rim? I'm, I'm <laughs> so <did>. angry right <laughs> now. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's getting me through. So what are you drinking? Oh my God. Well, I'm drinking a glass of red wine. <laughs> but I mean, that's always great. Yeah. No, we had margaritas last night, um, but it was, it was to keep, I, I wasn't in charge of getting the margaritas together. I just asked that they would be there. Um, and this was one of those situations where you should just do it yourself if you want it done correctly. Cause I came downstairs and it was a bottle of warm tequila and a <laughs> bottle of like whatever they sell on like the outside of the aisle at Harris Teeter that yeah. people don't buy. Like the Tommy Bahama mix or something. <laughs> yes. And it was like, just add tequila. And I'm like, oh no. Yeah. I have found, like most things in life, it's like, if you want it done the way you want it done, do it yourself. So that's a big life lesson. Yes. Are you back in uh, at your parents' house in North Carolina? Yes. yes. Okay. I am in good old Greensboro, North Carolina, hometown. Mm. What's up in Greensboro? 
I mean, I don't leave this house except to, like, to go on walks around the neighborhood, so I really don't know what the locals are doing, but um, it's it's good. I mean, I think I made the right decision to come here instead of stay yeah. in my apartment in the city, but, like, it's definitely, I do a lot of days feel 15 again, you know, living with my parents, and mm-hmm. I certainly had to reset some boundaries, but... Um, oh, my God, can you tell me yeah, one? Yeah, overall, it's good. Um, I mean, I feel silly even complaining about it, but just things like I have, you know, like having been in college and then lived on my own for three years afterwards, like I am like heavily dependent on my routine, my schedule, um, not having to do like a lot of, um, group activities and like eat dinner when everyone wants to eat dinner and like eat whatever's being cooked for the whole group, just like little things like that really throw me off I found mm-hmm. um so yeah some nights I'm just like okay love you guys this has been so much fun but I will be going to my room at 6 p.m and staying in there until tomorrow so you guys have a good time I don't know I've I, and a lot of time is really important to me and like I think my parents are really excited that I'm home um but I have just had to like carve that time out and been like I'm so sorry I need this yeah I I think if I was with my parents, I'd be doing the same thing because they'd be like, oh, does this mean we can resume what we were doing in high school? And I would say no. Right. So, oops, sorry. Um, for our listeners that don't know Skylar, which is probably all of you, because I like to think that only people that don't know me listen to this podcast because my reach is that far and wide. Um, one of the reasons I wanted to bring her on is because she's amazing and I love talking to her. And the other reason is because she reads more, you read more books than anybody I know. And I wanted, I'm like, now that we're all, you know, deep in the middle of pandemic hangout, we, or as some, I heard someone call it pandemic at the disco. Okay. Okay. 2000. Oh, it was Dolly Alderton. Oh my God. Amazing. Um, and so people are like saying, okay, I'm going to read that book. Um, and I have not been a good reader my whole life, but you have become a really good reader. So I was curious if you could just like, I don't know. I want to know like how you read, how you pick books. Like, do you have rules? Like, how do you, do you carve out time every day? Like, what's the situation? Totally. Um, so I guess I'll start off with just saying that I genuinely love to read. Um, but I also think it's okay, like, if you don't, and if it's not your thing, I feel like it's become this, like, reading shame has Mm -hmm. become a thing. It's like, people are like, if you don't read all the time, I don't know, I feel like people now have this sense of, like, something that they absolutely have to do. Um, and I do think it's, like, a really healthy skill, but it's definitely, it definitely stemmed from a place of me already liking to read. Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess that makes it easier for me, but yes, you definitely have to find the time um and I found that like for me when I when we were still going to work and I was in the city like subway commuting was a great time for Mm -hmm. me to read um of course if you don't live in a place where you're like taking mass transit that's please don't read and drive um but also I really like to read before bed um and then on the weekends, I'll just do, like, long stretches in the afternoons. Um, and I guess, like, 
once upon a time when we could go on trips um i found myself like reading a ton either when i'm traveling like on the plane or in the airport um or just like on vacation i like to just you know lay by the pool and read that's definitely not for everyone some people are more like adventurous but that's always been a good time for me to read are you Um, a paperback person or do you dabble in the kindle section totally physical book person i don't have a kindle um i've tried my hand at audiobooks and like couldn't get into it Mm -hmm. um and yeah i really need to have the physical book i know that people say like kindle can be really great for traveling because you obviously just only need space for the one kindle instead of like five books but you know I feel like I like to read also as a way to reduce my screen time. So I, mm. the Kindle kind of like negates that for me. Um, and I like to lend out my books to friends. So that's always been a benefit of having like the physical book. And I um, feel like it's nice to have them on your shelf at your apartment and be able yes, to be I like. I was about to say when I have like my gorgeous, you know, forever home and mm-hmm. I have all my shelves with books, like it, it's a decor almost. Mm-hmm. I have the Kindle rip and I got them. Ugh, I hate that I've just exposed the fact that Rip and I bought Kindles together. Um, but, and I like it for, like, it's some books. Like, books that I'm not like, oh my god, this book is coming out, I have to read it. Like, Dolly Alderton's book. Because um, <laughs> that's the only book I can think of. But, um, I do like to have physical copies because I, I forget that I've read stuff if I can't see it physically sitting in my house. Yes, yes. So I, that, like, forgetting what you've read is such a huge thing, and that, um, like, kind of ties into something that I found to be really important for me, which is tracking what I read and tracking what I want to read. I think you and I are both, like, lists of mm-hmm. data-oriented people, mm-hmm. so you will relate to this, but, like, I just do it on a note on my phone for easy access, but I'm sure that you could do it much fancier, um, but I just keep a list with all of the books that I've read and I start a new, new list each year. Um, and then at the bottom of the list, I just keep a little space for books that I want to read. So like, as people give you book recommendations, just jot it down in the moment. Um, and I find that it helps you like not only remember what you've read, but give recommendations to others. Um, and then also like notice trends in what you're reading, um, and then kind of increase your variety based on that. Like if you see you've read, you know, five thrillers in a row, like, maybe we need some nonfiction in our life. Mm-hmm. So you think that, because, like, I've, I pretty much read, like, the same three genres, and I want to, like, I've never, well, I've read fiction, because I read, like, Harry Potter and Twilight when we were in middle school, but I haven't read fiction since then, so I'm thinking that I need to do a little bit of that, and for some reason I've been apprehensive to do it, and I don't know why. I just... It's like getting out of your book comfort zone is very weird. It is. I mean, I think that, like, finding books that you like and genres that you like and just knowing that is good. I mean, I don't read every type of book in the world. Um, I try to keep some variety, but, like, I I was kind of thinking before, like, we um, started this conversation about, like, buckets of the type of books that I find that I typically read, and there's, like, three names threads like Mm. I like sad like make you cry and reflect on what the meaning of life is books Mm -hmm. I like 
memoirs or just like nonfiction. Mm-hmm. And then I like like contemporary bestsellers, like everyone is talking about it kind of fiction. Mm. And like honestly, I don't stray from that that much. So I think if your thing is nonfiction, do that. Yeah, I do want to do a little bit of fiction like that you described it well, like the everybody's talking about it, like the Sally Rooney and like the stuff like that. Um, Yeah. Okay. And so how do you because we've talked about this before a little bit, um, but like, how do you pick a book? Because I know that you do more research than most people, which I think is why you finish almost every book you start. Yeah, I researching heavily is like the number one key to I think building your interest in reading and like you know you finish a great book and then you're at least me I feel like a void after I finished it and I'm like I need to read another great book whereas if you're reading a book that's just not speaking to you like yeah you're gonna toss it after 50 pages and like never finish it Mm -hmm. um so I I usually go on even if I don't order the book from Barnes & Noble I use Barnes & Noble top 100 is like a tab on their website to look at their best-selling books um just to see kind of like what's popular because honestly like that's what I like I'm not reading the classics I'm definitely reading like contemporary stuff mm-hmm. um I like Goodreads reviews I don't ever really like review books myself there but I read other people's reviews and I find them to be usually a lot more detailed um and in-depth than like reviews you would find on Barnes Noble or Amazon or anything like that Mm -hmm. Um, the two news sources that I read every morning, The Skin and The New York Times, they typically include book picks in each of their, like, morning newsletters. Um, so I read those, and then I follow a couple, like, book Instagrams or book blogs. Um, Bad on Paper is a podcast, um, that's also tied kind of to this blog called The Stripe and um grace yeah the girl who runs it she does like really good book recommendations and then they they talk they like do book reviews basically um and almost like a book club setting on their podcast okay um i and like then last week it's fun to like browse in person at like a little indie bookstore that has like staff picks and little notes attached to the books with like the staff has handwritten out reviews essentially like that can be really cute and, Ugh, like like the strand um, yes like this i mean the strand is my all-time favorite bookstore but even if you go like a small like what's mcnally jackson yeah a smaller one in the city or like um even just like ones that aren't chains whatsoever the staff can be like a really good resource i feel i like that How, do you what does it take for you to not finish a book because I feel like your tolerance is really high. Because whenever we talk and you're like, I didn't like this book, you've still finished it. Versus like when I don't like a book, if I read five pages, I'm like, ugh, and then I just throw it away. Yeah. I have to say I haven't not finished a book in a couple years. Because I at this point I'm just like, even if I don't like it, I want to finish it to be able to like firmly say without a shadow of a doubt like I didn't like it I gave it every shot I could like (laughs) um but I also don't tend to choose like super long books like I rarely read something over 400 pages so I can kind of just push through it um that's a good point yeah did you see there's another Twilight book coming out 
yeah, when you said Twilight earlier, you're like, I read Twilight in middle school. I was about to interrupt you. Yep. I, you know, it's coming out in August, and if we're still quarantined in August, like, I might be at that point. I might read it. I was actually, oh my god, okay, good. Because I was going to ask you earlier this week, and then I forgot. Because I think that that would be either, like, the terrible writing or Mm -hmm. a good palate cleanser. Yeah, I think it could be, like, I might be reading it, like, ironically, just to kind of talk to, like, you, because I don't keep in touch with anyone else from middle school at this point, but just, like, to reminisce, you know? Oh, my God. Those were the... That's, like, when I saw that, um, this photo of Prince Prince William yesterday. Oh, my God. That hot one that we were DMing about. So you guys, so there was, there was this like photo series, I think it was on the cut and they posted mm-hmm. three photos of Prince William from, I don't know, like the like early 2000, 2000s. Yeah. yeah. When he was like mid twenties and he and looked so like cute. every Harvard Iro crew, like just hot dude. And it was the kind of guy that Skylar and I were convinced we were going to like date very quickly and then marry when we were older certainly i mean older meaning like now or like last year oh yeah do you i did i did do some i got to that time in my quarantine where i did the reflection on where i thought i would be when i was a child to where i am right now and i was like i thought by 25 i would be a multi-millionaire yeah i would be like fully and completely like financially in a great place mm-hmm. um, I, I would be married certainly I'd be like probably like working on having my first kid in my mind um and like yeah at the pinnacle of my career that's so, I, I that just was unrealistic I don't know who like I'm not really sure where that came from because like I knew that my parents didn't even get married until they were like 27 28 so why was I thinking that at 24 I was gonna like have a child yeah I don't know my parents were yeah my parents were older too I can't I think that we were just like oh we're very mature (laughs) yeah and I think also like at that point in your life say you're 14 you know 10 years ago you were four years old so you're like I have grown up so much (laughs) so you're like well 10 more years you know I'm it's it's gonna be the height of my life um like maybe that's it I don't know maybe that's really funny yeah I was thinking about that and I'm like oh my god I wanted to I wanted to do Edward Cullen like he was like my first like oh no am I like (laughs) having thoughts (laughs) situation my family doesn't listen to this podcast Twilight themed podcast. Mm-hmm. I was I was team um the other one, Jacob. <gasps> Wait, really? I, yeah, that's oh a big friend for me. These days definitely no, I pick Edward, but um I, yeah, back in the day. You wanted someone kind of like well, I can see it though. Someone kind of rugged, like has a nice tan going on. <laughs> <laughs> he can fix a car. Oh my god. Oh yeah, see that's that's really not my style these days, but I guess taste changes. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was like, I want to date a pasty white immortal guy. <laughs> Ew. Oh my god. I um, without <laughs> without naming people's names, um, I did uh get on Facebook today as I do about once a day just to do a quick, and then I scroll a few scrolls down, and then I go nope, and then I close it out. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
everybody we went to high school with is uh, pregnant or has just given birth. And I'm not saying that having a baby young is a bad thing because it's definitely not. It's just that everybody is pregnant. Yeah, it's definitely crazy how, how paths diverge after high school. Um, it's pretty shocking. Yeah, I do, I do that Facebook scroll occasionally too. And I'm like, honestly, at this point though, most of the people on my feed, I'm like, I genuinely don't know who this person is. Yeah. I need to go, I need to do a cleanup. I need to delete like, most people. I normally can figure it out if I go to their profile picture and I click back to like 10 years ago and then I go, oh, I know that person. <laughs> From, like, gym class at Kaiser. <laughs> Kaiser's our middle school, everyone. What a place. And, oh, I should mention, our little sisters are also, like, best friends. Yes. They're, like, well, I would say they're, like, us three years ago or four years ago. But, honestly, they're on a whole different level. It's truly shocking. Like, how, how would, I don't even know how to describe them. It's like everyone in that age group, they're so different than I was at 20 or 21. Or, well, I wasn't 21 that long ago, but when I was, what are they, sophomore, juniors in college, like, I don't know. They're very impressive and very trendy and hard to relate to at times. Yes. Hannah, Hannah came on the podcast and when, at the end, I was like, okay, well... Thanks for your time, Hannah. And in my head, I'm like, God damn it. Why am I, like, thanking my little sister for calling me? And then I was like, where should people find you? And she's like, and I'm like, what's your Instagram? She's like, I don't. Oh, she's like, I don't want to give it out. <laughs> and I was like, isn't it, like, your generation's goal to become famous online? And she's like, no. No, not me. <laughs> Which this I was like. Is, is a DJ, like, does it all has amazing grades I feel like has had an internship for like three years at this point really impressive yeah oh god yeah so anyway we used to go on me and Skylar and Hannah and Ava will go on family vacations for years and years together with my dad and it was just a hot mess every year um oh by the way my This is mostly for Skylar, but it's, we're recording. My dad texted me a picture uh-huh. of a golf cart with six seats in it and was like... Oh, my God. And he texted my sister and I, and he was like, what do y'all think of this? And I was like... Um, we love it. And we both were like, but why? You have a golf cart, like, with five seats. or well, four, but, like, oh. five. And, and five if you put, like... I don't know. We can fit five people in. And um, I feel like I'm sounding very catty on this podcast. And anyway, he's like, well, it's a really good deal, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, okay. And then 10 minutes later, before I've, like, been able to, like, process what, like, sassy thing I'm going to say that he doesn't need a golf cart, he goes, great, bought it, on my way to go pick it up. So now he has, like, a van version of a golf cart. stretch golf cart. Okay. It's a stretch cover. So now when we can travel again someday, you, you and Ava can come down and we can get in the stretch golf cart. Dude, we if we all went back to Hilton Head, it would be such a reunion tour. Like, And we would, I mean, considering the fact that the last time we were there, we were all like 13. Mm-hmm. And now we would all be like, do they have bars at Hilton Head? Do they have like a going out scene? I don't know, but it would be really amazing. I don't even know because I have never been there when bars were an option. Mm, 
But they definitely do. They have to. Yeah. Oh my God. What an absolute dream that would be. And my dad would be like, can I'm coming too? Hold on. Yeah. Putting his tummy Maybe, like, palm on. Having margaritas with the salty dog. I, mean, oh I can already see it now. That's what I need to look forward to. So I'm, I'm gonna keep that image in my mind. Yeah, keep it in your mind because my dad was really mad that we didn't come quarantine at his house, and I was like, listen, it would have required me getting on a plane, and by the time I decided to leave, it was too late to get on planes. Like, if you'd gone, you'd already gone. Um, by the way, I'm sitting. I tried to set up like. A similar version of the corner chair in my bedroom at home in this room and I'm sitting on a pleather cushion and it is like not the right vibes no not the right vibes I'm gonna have to do some like redecorating in this room to get the right sort of ambiance for my podcast yes I'm so sitting in a little chair. I was like, do I sit in my bed? Like, where do I sit on the floor? Like, where do I just... Why did, why did it feel like such a stressful thing to decide where to sit to record this? But, yeah, I was like, upstairs, sit in a little chair. That's what I'm going to do, so... Are you in your room? Oh, yes. I am in my childhood room. Not much has... Like a museum in here. Oh, I love that. You could just close your eyes and go right back to, like, when did I... Maybe, like, 2010 when I decorated this, but... Yeah, this is this is my new home for the foreseeable future. So. I love it. No, my um, oh God, yeah. Well, if the the uh, the viable option would have been my dad's house, but um, my mom did text me today, Hannah and I today, and say that she's not getting one dog; she's getting two. We didn't know she was getting a dog. Did so, I miss that? Oh, maybe. Maybe, oh no, I think I told Rip and I thought I was telling you. Oops, you guys are the what, same. What breed? Um, a silver lab. No, you did tell me this. You did. Oh. Okay, so they're getting like two of the same. Yes. So okay. I was like, Mom, don't go to a breeder. And she was like, it's too late. I've gone to a breeder. And I was like, okay. Oh, and <laughs> to my listeners now that are going, Sarah at SarahCousins.com, I have some ideas for you in the email inbox. Listen, I don't go to breeders. Um, but, yeah, they they went, they, they got pictures sent to them today or yesterday of what they look like. And then at some point, I guess her and Gib were like, you know what is better than one, two. So they're getting yeah, to. All parents are like, the dog needs a friend. Right? Like, everyone's You know what? I needed a friend. A reason to have two dogs. And Hannah was not my friend (laughs) for the majority of our childhood. Yeah, it's kind of, it's funny. I wish I could go back now all the years that Ava and I, like, viciously fought and just, like, fix that because it's really great now like being good friends with your sister you know but you miss out on so many years of that just like being a complete brat it is no I did I I like tried to smother her one time not totally but like there was an intention there um and she still brings it up whenever she's feeling like vulnerable (laughs) she's like or whenever she's feeling like she like wants something she's like you tried to smother me one time and I'm like well, you've screamed that you hated me in a parking garage, so whatever. Yeah, we all have those things we, we like to bring up from the deep, dark past. And every sibling has that. Right. I'm trying to think what what other funny things we have to tell people. Um, what What's our... Are we, in, are we still in book club? What are we supposed to be reading this month? Um, yeah, I don't know. Sarah and I are in the same book club in New York. Hi, Lily. Hi, um, Lily. 
super fun, but like hasn't made a completely smooth transition to the virtual world. Um, I don't think I thought that people were gonna read Whistleblower mm. by Susan Fowler, mm. but like I don't know that that was ever confirmed. So I'm just kind of doing me. But if if anyone book club people are listening, what are we supposed to be reading? Um, I will, you loved Whistleblower, right? So I think maybe I'll download that on my Kindle. I think you would like it because it is nonfiction, but it does kind of read like a novel because there's like so much plot, if you will, because it's like crazy, everything that happens. You would definitely like it. Okay. Yeah. And I switched to Lyft a long time ago and I've been very like, no thank you to Uber. Although as we did talk about, like it's probably happening everywhere. Um... So I can like read it and be like smugly like yes, I'm with you. yes. And meanwhile, every like when we used to be able to take Ubers, Rip would be like, "No, I'm Uber like platinum. I can't give up my status." And I'm like, Susan would not be okay. So with you this. want to support workplace yeah. bullying? Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, it's it's a whole. There's a lot of like me looking at him, like from like the bottom of my eyelid, just being like, wow. So that's what you want to do? And he's like, please don't make this into a traumatic moment. Don't make this a thing. <laughs> please don't make this a thing. Um, he's a nice guy. Thanks, love, Rip. Um, well, should be a guest. Oh, God. I want him to be. He's like... He would never, would he? <laughs> no. And, and the thing is, is that he was so supportive of me starting this and was like, you have to start a podcast. This will be so much fun. Blah, blah, blah. He has never listened to one goddamn episode. And I oh, and I keep asking, like in the beginning I was like, why? And he goes, because I live with you. I hear your thoughts all the time. I don't need to go into the bathroom and listen to you talk. And I'm like, but I talk about you on the podcast. Don't you want to know what I'm saying? And he's like, no, I know what you think of me. Like, that is so funny. Rip is like so, like encouraging like you do you non-judgmental but he's also just like yeah I'm just like not interested (laughs) (laughs) and he's just like so he's like taught me to be more self-assured just the fact that he's like no no I know what you think of me already it's good like I would be like you have a podcast where you talk about me oh my god I have to download it I'm way too curious like I would have to listen yeah no if somebody was talking about me I'd be like turn it on right now on surround sound I need to hear it (laughs) um but you know that's right Mm. Well, I mean, is it warm where you are? It's cold here. Um, it wasn't warm today, but, like, it really changes 24-7. Um, the weekend was warm, which was, like, I mean, I prefer the wet, the weekends to be nicer. Um, the Today was kind of chilly, and, like, it looks like it was going to rain, but it never really did, so I don't know. Lovely. That's your southern weather report, guys. Um, that was thrilling. (laughs) You guys wanted to know. I feel like this is like WFMY news too. I'm the meteorologist. Working for you. Um, I guess we can close out with what are you reading right now? Oh, wait. Can you tell us first the favorite book that you've read in the last, like, I don't know, like six months and a book that you really did not like? Because I like to hear your, your teardowns. Yes. Okay. Um. I have to pick two books that I really liked because okay. I, I can't just pick one. Okay. Um, I'll start with the obvious one because it's like all the rage, which I love all the rage books. Half of the fun of reading is like talking about it with other people. Mm-hmm. So everyone is going to probably roll their eyes at this, but Normal People by Sally Rooney mm-hmm. is 
so well written, so emotional, so relatable, but like nothing much happens. I love books like that. Like the plot isn't crazy. It's just like, oh, it's wonderful. And so read that and then watch um, the TV series that came out on Hulu, like in collaboration with BBC. Mm-hmm. Um, I like binged it and oh, I was not well, but like, I think I was kind of nervous because I was like, it's rare that, you know, a great book really is executed well into TV or film. And usually it's just a big letdown. I don't want to say the show was better than the book, but like, kind of, it was that good. Okay. So that, and then my dark Vanessa by, (gasps) um, Elizabeth Russell. Interesting. Okay. I think there's, like, mixed reviews on it because it is, like, the plot is about a 15-year-old girl who's, like, in a relationship with her 40-something-year-old teacher. So it's, like, very, like, taboo topic, very dark, very twisted. Um, But I think the writing is absolutely amazing. I think it, like, really made me think a lot and, like, was just so absorbing. I loved it. Yeah. So those are the hits. I haven't heard bad things about it. I've just heard that like it is it's very like well I heard the the girls on my favorite murder podcast talked about it and they were just like it made me reflect on like the choices I made when I was 16 and I thought that I was like so mature that so I could date some 30 year old or whatever which yeah, is yeah. very reminiscent of Sarah in high school. It's really interesting because it like it has two timelines. So part of it is like when she's fifteen in like two thousand, and then part of it's when she's like thirty or something, maybe like late twenties, mm-hmm. like present day and like the Me Too movement, and a lot of women are coming forward about like experiences similar to hers. So it's it's really really amazing. I thought um, a book that I didn't like. Sarah's probably heard me say this before. Um, that everyone else seemed to love. It's like the most controversial. I post about books on my Instagram. Like everyone like freaked out at me for this. But um, where the crawdads sing, <laughs> don't don't remember the author's name, guys. That book is not good. Like I'm really sorry. I hate to like trash on something that someone probably worked on for years, but like I don't understand the appeal. And I feel like everyone who's like this is the best book I've read in years has read like three books in the past couple years. I'm being really mean, but, like, I feel like people who read a lot, like, those people are not really all over this book, but... That... I, I don't like historical fiction, so it really didn't do it for me. What's the plot? So, it takes place in, like, rural North Carolina, so in my Ugh. mind, Sarah, I'm, like, envisioning the Trinity Center. Yadkin... Oh, my is... God. Like, Yadkinville. <laughs> <laughs> like, the Trinity Center is this place that Sarah and I went on, like, an overnight field trip in, like, like fourth grade, and it's, like... It's, like, on the Outer Banks of North Carolina, which is, like, well, the Outer Banks show. You guys know that now. But, like, um, whatever. It's, like, rural beach town, North Carolina. It was a hut. It was not (laughs) built up. It's not a luxury resort, that's for sure. But, like, it takes place in the 60s. This girl basically is, like, abandoned by her family and raises herself. And there's, like, a murder mystery. That's, like, the long and short of it. I would not recommend it. I... Honestly, Reese Witherspoon's book club picks are not doing it for me. And I hate to say that because I love Reese Witherspoon, but that was one of her first picks. 
and I read others that she also picked, and I've been impressed with a very few of them. So Reese, I'm really, I hate to say it, but... That, and that means something coming from you because you're a big Reese fan. Um, Yeah, I adore her. I feel like maybe she's picking books because I've heard that from other people that are more like involved in reading and literature that she might be picking books that are more like for people that read, like you said, like two or three books a year that aren't, I don't know. I don't want, (laughs) this has nothing to do with being educated. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Literate if you like this book. Not that. I just didn't. Skylar Freilenhoven has come on this podcast to tell you if you don't read 60 books a year, you're illiterate. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, not the point. Just like, I don't know, guys, couldn't get down with it. And, but I don't know, maybe it's good because a lot of people have, have really passionate opinions about it. Otherwise, people were in my DMs like How do you, does it, like, when you're reading a dark, or, okay, like, when you were reading um, A Little Life mm-hmm. or, like, When Breath Becomes Air, how do you, so good. how do you like, I feel like I internalize too much of like the sadness in the plot and it like haunts me for a week. Yeah. Is that I, just part of the course for you? Well, I feel like those books are like sad, but there's like a bigger like life takeaway that's like not happy but it's like beautiful kind of and like Mm -hmm. I mean I also fully let myself just cry like sob as I'm reading those books and like it's very cathartic personally um but I get what you're saying because I have that with tv shows like dark tv shows like did you ever watch um oh god it's an hbo show like sharp objects or sharper objects no because I heard I like read the summary online and was like that would like tr- potentially like bring me back to like I, I don't I just like can't let my brain go to dark yeah. places like that I don't know why yeah no I get that because like that show and like that's like what comes to mind but I've also watched other like dark shows that like it like really messed with me and like I just felt like not good for like a couple days it like yeah messed with my mind and like oh I so I get that I don't have it with books I just have it with like tv shows and movies but I guess I would just would stay away from super heavy books if that's you. But I think I would still recommend When Breath Becomes Air. Mm-hmm. I feel like that one has, like, um, some, like, kind of magical things at the end. Well, Little Life is just, yeah, very, very, very sad. When I was in a um, therapy, like, support group two years ago, um, it was – like a bunch of well not a bunch like six women that were my age and we would all come in from after work or for me after school oops and um sit there and this girl came in and she was holding a little life in her hands as she walked in the front door and my therapist was like absolutely not you are and she held up the book and goes nobody that comes to this practice can be reading something like this this will hurt you and I was like yeah. That's valid. That, yeah, that's like putting yourself through some emotional, um, in very intense feelings when you read that book. So <laughs> I, I support Jen on that one. Oh my God. We love her. And what are you reading right now? I'm reading, um, On Earth, We Are Briefly Gorgeous Ugh. by Ocean Duong. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, uh, it's written in the form of a letter 
um, like a son. It's te- the author says it's not him, but it's one of those things where it like seems really closely aligned. Mm-hmm. The son is writing a letter to his illiterate mother, and again, like no plot really, just kind of like reflections and um, just like really nice writing. So. Do you like it so far? I do, but like it's really early days. I'm like twenty pages in. Okay. Like book order. I tried to be a good citizen and order from an independent bookstore, um, and. Like, I'm the worst, but it just took so long. It took, like, <laughs> two and a half weeks to get my order, and I'm like, why did I do this? Like, I don't know. That's kind of not really going to work because I need my books. Yeah, how are you going to – are you going to take books back to New York that you've read in North Carolina? Honestly, probably not just because I I am trying to be as minimalist as possible while I'm in New York because I'm, like – I'm not staying in my current apartment. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be moving. I figure I'll probably be moving, honestly, probably every year because that's just kind of the stage mm-hmm. in my life. And I'm not, like, staying within the city, like, for the foreseeable future, but probably going around from apartment to apartment. And, like, if the book is read, unfortunately, I can't, I can't lug it around with me. Um, I feel yeah. that. Ugh. I want to be more settled so that I can have, like, my personal library, but... Like, at this point, if it's books are closed, like, we're going closed. You know? <laughs> you being like, I have a capsule wardrobe now. I feel like, oh, wait, <laughs> one more thing before we go. I think this is our longest yeah. episode. I'm so excited. Is, um, Skylar and I are both really into watching British YouTubers organize their closets. Oh, my God, of course. Emma Hill. I, and Estee. Wait, do you watch Estee Lalonde? No. Oh. I like I will, I'll send you her channel. She's good, but she's similar to Emma. I, well, she's not some. they're different people, but they have the same they're accent. <laughs> she's, she's Canadian, but she, she says oh. British isms because she lives in London. And so I'm like, yeah, same, same thing. Um, yeah. but anybody that like plays soothing background music while they do a time lapse of them organizing, I'm like, yep, I'll go ahead and watch Give that. Give me all of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they go, I'm just going to take a quick break to have some tea and maybe, like, cook a little something. And I'm like, sure, why not? I'll just watch this instead of doing what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah, I'll watch you organize your closet instead of organizing my own closet. Yes. good. Yes. Um, I'm staring into my closet in this house now, and I've packed all the leggings I own, all the sweatpants, sweatshirts, um, I brought a pair of light wash, dark wash, and white jeans in some sort of, yes. like, hopeful sort of, like, I don't know, like, what's... You will be a, a real person wearing great outfits I at just, your home uh, dinner parties. Like, my, I, honestly, I, I think you very well might. I was thinking maybe I could do, like, a white jean, maybe with, like, a nice sweater. I brought, like, one sweater. <gasps> Speaking of looking nice... Um, I'm, they're, they're doing all the graduation stuff online and I'm not done with school until the end of the summer. I have one more class to take, but they're doing commencement, um, June 8th and I will still be living in this house then unless something drastic changes and we all get vaccinated and we can go back to our normal lives. So, um, I'm going to be graduating from this house. (laughs) Okay, let's have a Zoom. I'm thinking that we need to have a Zoom. We need to have, like, a huge Zoom. Absolutely, yeah, come in. And I'll wear my white jeans because they're the fanciest thing I brought. 
Yeah, perfect. And that's like a thing in the South, you know, you have to wear like your white oh dress or whatever for graduation. So I need my Jack Rogers. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. Oh my god. Thank you so much for taking forty five minutes to hang out with me. This was great. Um Skylar, where I mean, you're not a big Instagram what I mean what 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 should we leave people with? Do you have a good do you have a Goodreads account? Follow my Instagram. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't I do have a Goodreads, but I like lurk on there. Like I don't like post really. Okay. Um, What's your Instagram? It is Skylar Frey, S-C-H-U-Y-L-E-R-F-R-E-Y. And I'm so curious to see if anyone actually follows me, because that'll be a testament to, like, if, um, where, where your fan base is. Um, yeah, the analytics I get are, like, the followers grow every day, but I can't see where they are. And so part of me is, like, are they robots? Are they people? Mm, I don't know. Why would they be robots? I was talking to one of Rip's friends and he's like, because I was showing him that all of a sudden one country, the listeners went up a ton, Vietnam. And I was like, wait, am I popping off in Vietnam? This is very exciting. Um, And I was like, maybe like, I, I was just like, oh, wow, maybe somebody heard it and then they passed around everybody. And he was just like, well, it's probably like a program that's based out of Vietnam that's scraping the content in your blah 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 and I didn't hear the rest of it because I was just like yeah okay so you're telling me I'm not famous yeah (laughs) yeah and I was like well what about the followers they go up every day and he's like well I don't know and I was like great (laughs) so they're real um yeah they're real please please um follow Skylar for book recommendations she posts pretty photos with pretty nails and a nice backdrop and she'll tell you what she really thinks and it's nice wonderful this has been a blast love you so much and yeah, um you. you guys let's we, do this again but yeah. no no recording just um just, just us talking crap yeah just you and me and i'll have uh three glasses of wine instead of one um yes. okay guys i will talk to you later bye